Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Wise, and I'm presenting today's acolyte question. Why did Andrew Tate convert to Islam? Now, he's explained it in the past, but we're going to look at what's going on inside the mind of an ENTP when they convert to a religion. And, yes, Andrew Tate is an ENTP. He's not an ESTP. He's not an INTJ. A lot of people think he's really direct because of, like, TikTok clips that go around where it's like, you know, quotes like, breathe air. And they're like, how is that not direct? And it's like, well, stop watching clips and start watching interviews and you will see that there's more context. Adding context, extra information that wasn't asked for, is informative. And you'll notice, too, that People compare Andrew Tate to CSJ a lot because they're both ENTPs, unconscious developed and unconscious focused. You also see that Andrew Tate talks about like his suffering a lot and the amount of stuff that he's endured and is overcompensating with introvert sensing inferior. Not direct, not extrovert sensing. ENTP. And you can also watch uh, CSJ type Andrew Tate in the journeyman section. I don't remember what exact month it was, but it's not hard to browse through, so if you want to see him type Andrew Tate, go ahead and go there, but Andrew Tate's an ENTP. And for those of you that don't know who Andrew Tate is, he is an influencer right now. He is mostly after the target of young men and trying to instill masculine virtues Basically the, you know, accepting discipline and responsibility. Like, think Jordan Peterson, but like, with cigars and sunglasses. And then, you know, of course he has a reputation for misogyny, toxic masculinity, etc. If you guys want, you could go through the footage and see what you think for yourself, because... I think he's interesting to watch. I like watching him with, like, Twitch streamers, because that is funny to me. <laughs> How they almost treated it like it was an apocalypse that he was on the platform. Very entertaining stuff. But enough being said, why did Andrew Tate convert to Islam? Now there's a couple of answers that could be, and I'll save the one that is most likely for the end. But one possibility is he is developing the ISFJ side of his mind. The ISFJ side of the mind, from an octogram perspective, uh, for an ENTP, is that he is developing his fanaticism. Basically the rallying behind a cause is that idea. So that also comes into perspective too with the ISFJ side of the mind, like the virtue that also comes in perspective with the virtue and vice of an ISFJ, uh, faith versus fear. And, yeah, every side of the mind that has an ISFJ side of the mind, like the NTP subconscious and the INTJ superego, ESFP unconscious, they still have the faith versus fear dynamic, it's just they have one that's more prevalent. 
And part of that faith versus fear dynamic is what Andrew Tate is going through right now. Andrew Tate, in his perspective, says that the intellectual leader after him, that because of him preaching what he's preaching to the younger demographic, that the intellectual elite are after him. You know, the strike one was you're taken off the platforms. Step two would be him put in jail. Step three would be dead. And that this is coming from the Aiden Roth interview that he did. I'm not putting exact timestamps, but you guys can watch those for yourself. There's not too many of them. You guys can browse around if you're interested. But that idea of him, the safety being a concern, uh, that instills fear and he needs some level of faith to get through it, which he has chosen Islam because, you know, he his perspective is that, you know, the West has failed, it's doomed to collapse, and that's kind of the answer that he went for. But before we get into that, ego hack by text. The deal has been pushed back to December 2nd. It's about trying to go through text and learning, you know, from text messages and written notes and emails and all of that, what a type of person is, and also how you can adjust your wording to meet their cognitive needs so that your message resonates more. And if you want a demonstration of that, C.S. Joseph and I did a live stream where he goes through uh, the text of other people on the Discord and types them out, and it's like, I, I typed one guy, and it was like, you know, like, imagine digging for fossils. I picked up this cool rock, and I was like, yeah, I think that guy's an INTJ. But, like, man, CSJ's digging deep and he's finding fossils, man. And it's like, we'll have access to that ability through ego hacking by text. So, get it before the deal's gone. So, why do I think... Alright, Andrew Tate's big reason for converting to Islam is he's pragmatic. Pragmatic is simply about what works versus what is good. And just, or whatever, the right thing. Pragmatic is about what works, and that doesn't have to translate to, you know, like, oh, let's break the rules then. No, it could just be a motives type of thing. You know, it could be as simple as, like, when I was in high school, I joined robotics as my extracurricular, not because I was fascinated by robots or anything, but because the, the program was only two days a week, and like a lot of the other extracurriculars were five days a week, so I joined that so I didn't have to do a lot of extracurricular time. I could go home and play video games. That's pragmatic, by the way. I still get my entry on my college resume, and I get to play video games. So... That's a glimpse of how pragmatic works. Now let's get into Andrew Tate. From his perspective, how does... Pra er. And that's a glimpse of how pragmatic works when making decisions like that. So, Andrew Tate, his interest is high-value women. Andrew Tate's against Western women because a lot of that has to do with them not submitting or they're like too career-focused and stuff like that. So... Let's take a look at Islam, especially in Eastern societies where it is a thing where the women are more submissive and they don't have jobs and they, like, live with their parents until, you know, they get married to a man and that's normal and that's okay. 
You know, it's like if a woman tries to do that here, it's like they're a bum, go get a job. So, Andrew Tate is targeting himself to those women. And and I did a similar-ish idea uh, after high school where I joined a Pentecostal church. Because it was like after high school, I was very deep in robotics where it was like, you know, I didn't like the part where it was two days a week only. <laughs> I wish I could have done more uh, because I got very involved in it after, you know, that first little taste. But, you know, all that was dissolving because I was graduating and it's like, no, I, I'll never have a group dynamic anything again. My extra feeling inferior was like, well, I'll, I'll never be accepted again, basically, uh, in my head. But, so my thinking was, okay, churches are basically the only stable, long-term group building thing that I can think of. I mean, I could do like a and d group, but that, you know, there's a meme of how it's like, oh yeah, we only get together like every two months because everyone's busy and that kind of stuff. But like, you know, churches are pretty stable where it's like, okay, you got Sunday night and then, you know, if you want to do like a Bible study group on like a Thursday or a Tuesday or something. Yeah, that's the thing. So that was kind of the perspective I was going for is that, you know, I can always have my friends and that kind of idea. And also from the women perspective, I'll... Pentecostal church girls are hot. I'm not going to lie. I am a fan of, like, the dresses and skirts. I mean, jeans jean skirts are kind of weird to me, but it is what it is. Like, I'd just kind of rather you wear pants if you're going to bum out like that, but... It is what it is. Like, I don't know. I just like the long hair. Just kind of simple. Not a ton of bright colors. I kind of, like... I enjoy seeing them in groups where they're like praying for each other, and singing, stuff like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm monologuing too much. Um, I enjoy it, and that was my perspective for a while. Was I'd go to this church, I'd probably, I'd, I'd get together with a bunch of these friends, and you know, probably get a Pentecostal girl wife because also, uh, men aren't as interested in religion as women are. So that's like easier pickings, but uh, there were problems that arose. Uh, some of the more obvious ones was uh, traditional Pentecostal churches are against facial hair, and I refused to shave. I Actually, I remember at the beginning there was a, a girl from another church that just saw me in a profile picture and was like, Hey, church lady friend, do you think you can hook me up with him? And, but she was against facial hair, and I was like, no, I'm not changing. And <laughs> I honestly think that girl was an NJ back and like, thinking about it now. Definitely NISE user, because that interested me, so. Was it an L? No, because I still have my beard. <laughs> but, yeah, that also became a problem, and I couldn't, like, do... Things like worship bands or lead certain projects and stuff like that because, you know, they had to look presentable. And it's like, I think the half-bald people with their hair back here are probably less presentable than I am, but sure. 
Um, I refused to do the suit jacket thing because I wasn't gonna like go to the dry cleaners once a week, but I wore my sweaters like I do in most of my videos, and uh, t-shirt, button down if I'm feeling fancy. Basically, I dress like extra sensing trickster, trying to look nice. <laughs> but uh, that kind of became some issues. Um, I had a lot easier times with the younger crowd because I, I was very servitude-oriented when I was, like, there. Uh, I remember right away... I was, uh, carrying, like, a bunch of things for a person, and then there was, like, some girl that was like, hey, can you one of you gentlemen open the door? I think she was just talking to a crowd of people that were, like, just chit-chatting. And, you know, of course, I was, like, carrying all this stuff, Sparta kick, duh. The door opened and, you know, it was like, wow, that guy has the heart of a servant. And it's like, hey, I try. You know, retrospect, that's a sub-development, but, you know. And there were some church projects that I enjoyed doing. I remember, like, what actually made me convinced to actually start going to that church instead of just, like, a small-time thing was there was, like, a church project and I enjoyed uh, just kind of helping out. I was basically running a little booth. And, like, people were asking if I wanted a break. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'll just keep hanging here. Because, like, if I'm free to roam around, I don't know who to talk to. And I'm not a great conversationalist. But, hey, if I'm at a booth, people come to me. And all this was really before I truly understood introvert sensing. Like, that dynamic where it's like people come to me. And it's like, huh. I guess I was doing something right, but... Yeah, I mean, facial hair was a problem. But, like, I still had, like, a pretty nice heart or something. It's basically the gist of the last five minutes of me rambling. But what came to be a final issue was uh, the pastor. He was very interested in me converting my family over to the Pentecostal church, like, talk about it, bring him here. And, you know, I'm a very not AT&T salesman guy. If I say, like, hey, I think you should try this, and they say no, I'm not going to do it again unless there's, like, some substantial change that happens to them or the church or something like that. You know, I'm not going to try to badger them every time because you know what I do to people that do that? Get out. You know, and that's the thing. And it's like, I wasn't going to push people to that point. Because that's not cool. And, you know, it's like, my dad and my brother, I knew they were not going to be interested at all. Because my dad had a history with the church and left, well, the, not the, the church specifically, but the denomination. My brother, uh, ESTP, uh, liberal anarchist, yeah, no way. Uh, but my sister and my mom, I would talk about a little bit, and I actually was getting some stuff going with my sister, but it wasn't super fast or anything. It was just, like, casual talks. But it was, like, over the course of several months, like, the pastor would bring it up with me, and I'd be like, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say I was like, yeah, yeah, because I was, like, more socially concerned about stuff, but, you know, basically I was like, yeah, I hear you. But uh, eventually it got to the point where it almost got, like, aggressive, like, coercing. Like, 
he was like very sternly at one point just like your entire family should be here by now and I was like excuse me don't tell me what to do with my family and I didn't show up to another service like I, I didn't door slam him because I actually think there's something more messed up than door slamming just walking away and closing the door because if I door slam they just know hey we're done here Okay, that's fine. Or not fine, but, you know, they'd probably try to make up and whatever stuff. But I didn't say anything. I just never showed up again to nobody. And then that leaves people wondering. You know, it's like, I didn't show up next week. It's like, oh, he might have been sick. That's okay. We'll come back next week. What? Oh, no. It's, it's been three weeks. Where Where is he? You know, I like to fill people with that uncertainty when I'm that level of petty. But, yeah. So, on my end, that pragmatic didn't work. It'll probably work better for Andrew Tate. But, I think you guys get the idea of, like, what was going on in my head when I was making a pragmatic choice like that, where it's, like, you know, not insanely faith-filled or anything, just, like, I think this'll work, this'll work, and that kind of thing. And that's kind of what Andrew Tate's probably doing himself. But, at the end of the day, Andrew Tate is not in this for the religion specifically. It's arguable, too, that that hole that I was trying to fill is this Discord, so. Ride or die, guys. Catch you guys on the next episode, and uh, see ya.